0: let's get going. So welcome to Real Talk with Waz. I'm your host Kyle Waz and today I am here with the curly hair specialist Miss Sarah Carroll. Sarah has crafted a creative and successful hairstyling business and has received many awards. I'm very excited to have her on. Welcome Sarah.
1: Thank you. I'm very excited.
0: So let's start with just telling people a little bit about what you do. Like what do you do with the whole hairstyling thing? Because to be honest, it's foreign to me. Like yeah. I see you want to, you got a lot of awards. Like what? Uh, what are some of those? Like I saw the BTC <laughs> award, top one hundred. That's cool. It sounds cool. Yeah.
1: So top one hundred for behind the chair. That is one of the biggest competitions in the industry. The I mean the beauty industry, and it goes all over the world. So there's over like, I don't know how many countries are in it, but a lot. And. In the category that I was entered in, there was over, I think, 9,000 entries. And so to be one of the top 100, they narrow everything down. They look at what you did overall. And it's really, really cool to be chosen. That's impressive. Yeah, top 100 in the world for the category of natural texture.
0: Do you feel like at that point, that's when everything blew up for you?
1: So everything happened so quickly. It was only just a year that I was... It was just last year that everything happened, and it was so quick. It was within, like, three months. I would say it started when I was on stage for, so my other job, I'm a platform artist for Curly Hair, of course, but um, it started when I was on stage in Canada and Toronto, um, and that's when everything kind of changed within that same week. Okay. Yeah, so it was just that week in Toronto, next week I won Top 100, week after that I won um the global creative awards i got third place overall um one for the united states which was pretty cool so that was pretty awesome awesome
2: congrats
1: thanks and
0: um so curly hair is your specialty and is, mm-hmm. is that strictly it
1: strictly curly hair yeah. yeah but i like to say like natural texture overall mm-hmm. so wavy curly coily um yeah, I don't discriminate against any other So is there is like, there any
0: hope for me to get some curls? No, no. I don't
1: think so. <laughs> Damn.
0: I, I've been I've been really wishing I could do something with my hair, but it's just straight. Well
1: that's it's it. short. But you don't have any curly hair naturally. No. No. thin straight. Yeah. Well I don't so that's a common thing that people think that I do is that I make people's hair curly. Or that I make it curly. Isn't that like a perm? Yeah, that's a perm. That's not what yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty funny. People say that all the time. You just work with a naturally curly. Yes. Yeah. And I enhance it, so I make it better. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't even know that was a thing.
1: Yeah. Like, it wasn't a thing for a while. I was one of the first people to start doing that. Because Mm. it's not taught. It's something that you don't learn when you go to cosmetology school. You aren't taught how to work with natural texture at all. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So what do they teach you there? Just the basics? They teach you the
1: basics and sanitation, anatomy, physiology, biology. And so the science behind everything. And you learn a lot about straight hair and how to chemically process straight hair, cut straight hair, style straight hair. But you learn nothing about natural texture.
2: hmm Okay. Yeah. That's interesting.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I had a real bone to pick with that. Being a curly girl myself, that was infuriating because you go to school and they would show you, you know, the ideal beauty standard and it was never anyone that had curly hair or dark hair or they teach you makeup too. So it was facial features that are the ideal beauty standard. And it's heartbreaking when you're looking at, like, what you should want Mm. and it's not anything that you look like or just genetically, but that's what they're teaching people.
0: It's almost, like, non-inclusive. It's it not, like It's
1: very discriminatory, actually. So it's
0: just like you're doing straight basic
1: hair? Mm-hmm. Not to say it's basic, no, but, like... Yeah. You can say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's all they teach. But people have a real bone to pick with it, because... Why it, don't
0: you start teaching people? I do. I mean, that's what you do, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, that's what I do. That's what I'm known for, so...
0: is teaching people mm-hmm. about the curls and yeah. how to... Be as good as you.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm an international educator, so I go on stage all over the world, and I teach. I don't really do that in New Hampshire because there's not a lot to do around here. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, do. so where are you going for the most part? Like, what areas would I you say are hot spots? Over. Yeah.
1: Um, L. A. Is a big one. I go to L. A. At least once a month, um, and that's that's a lot of fun for me, but yeah love la yeah but this year i have a lot more planned i'm going over to europe for the first time and this is awesome which is so cool and i have to do that at least once a month so that's really exciting so you
0: have to travel somewhere at least once a month Mm -hmm. that's
1: that's sweet you have to pay for that no no yeah but yeah
0: that is awesome isn't that awesome Wow! Free travel to go somewhere mm-hmm. once a month—you just get the pick.
1: It's so. Or do they well, I pick it for you? Yeah. yeah. If I could pick, I'd be like, take me to Italy right now. But that's on my.
0: That's on my to-do list this year. Exactly. To go to Italy.
1: If I can, can somehow convince them or network over. So at where level, in Europe are you going? I'm going over to. Well, I'm kind of going all over, so I'm mm. going to London and Morocco. Well, Morocco is not really. Is that in Europe? Do I know geography? I
2: think that's not right. Not really. I
1: think it might be. Going to Morocco, Egypt, Um, I'm going over to Greece, which I'm excited about. That's awesome. I am going to Milan, so yeah, I am going to Italy, but not until later in the year, so it's very exciting.
0: That's awesome. Right? Free travel, you can't complain there. Free
1: travel and pay for your food. Really? So Mm -hmm. everything? Driver, food, plane, hotel, everything.
0: You're really, I am in the presence of greatness. You're like, you're like VIP. I don't
1: really talk about that aspect of my job. And I feel like I should, but I don't. But that is, that is your job.
0: Like you're good at what you do Mm -hmm. and you know, that, that's all you're kind of putting up front, but really you're impacting a lot more people.
1: Yeah. Well, it's important and people need to talk about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. You want big things for the industry, huh? I'm
1: trying trying to change it. I get a lot of hate, like a lot of hate. And I mean, from like just it's usually oh, there's so much like <laughs> That's hair. out a little bit. When I first started working with natural texture people looked at me and they were like, "Why curly hair? That's ridiculous. Um why would you want to work with, you know, frizzy people? Like it was just it's unprofessional, it's unkept, it's you know, unruly um and but those were just like the stigmas because people didn't know that how to work with it yeah so and nobody wanted to try or change that to make it better or to even show people how to work with their natural texture or even know how to cut it like people don't even know how to cut curly hair like that's just bonkers to me so yeah, then then I was like, you know, what, I don't really care what you have to say. I'm gonna do it anyway because I just had a feeling that that's just what I was meant to do. And yeah, just
0: did it. That's awesome. So, what do they expect curly people to do? Straighten their hair. Mm-hmm. Really?
1: Yeah, isn't that ridiculous?
0: I I can I, that that'd be horrible. They, they just expect if everyone you just, hair had hair. just had straight
1: hair. Yeah. Well, they expect you to straighten your hair. Like, if you ask any curly girl that's gone and gotten a haircut that isn't a curly haircut. At the end of the cut, they blow dry them out straight. Like they don't mm-hmm. wear their like they don't embrace natural texture at all, at all in this environment, which is ridiculous because we set the standard, so it's just
0: I think yeah. you guys raised the bar.
1: We like, raised the, the bar, yeah. yes. The curly hair <laughs> girls raise the bar
0: for sure. Um do, do you think like how how long has this been the thing for you? Like have you always been into hair in general? Well when did you first start?
1: I first started professionally doing hair when I was 14.
2: That young? Yeah. That's, wow.
1: I was really young in high school, like really young. Really? Yeah. So I started doing it in high school because I went to North and they had a tech program and I was able to start getting hours towards my license. Mm. So I started getting training right away. That's awesome. Yeah. And that was really fun. I started working in a salon and training and taking classes and that was, I just knew even then that I was going to be a curly hair specialist. And people were like, what is that? And I was like, I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I think that's really cool because I feel like a lot of people that go the hairstylist, maybe beauty route in general,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's usually like a last resort thing. They don't really right. commit to it ever.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, like they... People feel like it's just like, ah, oh, if, if college isn't it, I, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do cosmetology instead.
1: I do think that some people think that or that they treat it as a backup to get that certification. A lot of people are like, oh, I'll go to cosmetology school, get my license, um, and then I'll go to college. But it's it's kind of funny because I feel like that's also a stigma at the same time. Like mm-hmm. people say that hairdressers don't make any money or that it's a bad career path, but it's really not. And it's a wonderful industry and it's a wonderful career to be in. Um but yeah, Clearly you can make more of it too. Yeah like you y- can you have there's you know? so many different pathways and avenues that you can go down that people don't even know about. Um like a lot of people don't even know what I do for work, which I don't really talk about that side of things like being on stage or education at all. But you know Is it like, is it demanding? extremely demanding yeah yeah it's like having six jobs Mm because technically in a way i do have six jobs but yeah
0: you're probably like anxious all the time like okay what's
1: next what What do i have to do but also that's how my brain works because i'm constantly looking for what's next and how to innovate and i call it the craving which Mm -hmm. is so funny because it feels like a craving like i just need to make more and do more and figure out how i can make everything better and make people happier how i can innovate my service make it better the craving, I, like um, that. I call it the craving. That, that's good. Isn't it pretty spot on? Yeah,
0: you should coin that because that's it's better than <laughs> saying like, you know, I'm I'm anxious about this. You're just craving something. I'm different. just
1: craving something new. Yeah. Mhm. I like that. Just constant change, but it's exciting. Mhm. Yeah, change
0: change is scary and exciting all at once, mm-hmm. and you know that's that's good though. You're really embracing it.
1: Yeah, I used to have such a huge problem with change and control, but. I think that as I get older and as I keep growing, that it becomes a bit easier because you're just like, okay, well, things are constantly changing and you learn how to embrace it a little bit more, but mm-hmm. it can be really difficult in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Things are just constantly, things are happening.
0: So um, what what's one thing you would want to improve in your career?
1: Improve. Probably.
0: Like, what are you shooting for in 2024 to be better
2: at?
1: Oh, my goodness. So many things. Well, I just opened my new space. That's so, awesome. That's really exciting. I'm working on improving the service itself a little bit, mm-hmm. um, the way that I, you know, handle clients. Um, I want it to flow better for sure. Um, the way that I do my education, I want it to be. I'm I'm aiming for consistency. I guess is the word for it. That's great. Just overall consistency for classes, clients, services, everything. Um, even in my personal life, I just want consistency and structure, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's also a constant struggle, but definitely the biggest problem. I think it is. Yeah. It's,
0: it's hard because it's, it goes to that conversation, like work-life balance. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't really ever attain it a hundred percent. Yeah. You're con- you're con- you're constantly thinking about it, but like in a perfect world, if your life is so balanced, you probably wouldn't be as focused and, exactly. you know, driven yeah. on, on that, in that aspect. Mm-hmm you
1: know? Yeah. I used to think that you had to pick one, like you can either have your career and put all of your energy into your career and that's it. Mm -hmm. But learning that balance between career and then your life in general, because some people just make their career their entire life and that may be fulfilling for them. That might be their, their only love in life might just be their passion in their career. But I don't know, it's hard to have that balance for sure.
0: Definitely. I think as an entrepreneur in general, it's usually all in or nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the mentality you have in everything that you do. Yeah. And people say hey, Jack of all trades, master of none. Mm-hmm. You know, if you try a million things, you're not gonna be good at anything. Exactly. But like there is pros and cons to both sides of that. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean it's you're doing a lot. Yeah, like they also
1: say with that saying that a jack of all trades is a master of none, but will always be better than a master of one. Yes. So it's like, at least you're doing a lot of things.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> one thing that a, ma- a jack of all trades has to offer is variety.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The master of one doesn't have First variety. variety. Yeah. They're going to be the most bland person, you know. Mm-hmm. If all they talk about is that one thing, yeah, imagine how boring. how boring that would be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Superboy.
0: That that was a huge draw for me to do something like this, because for me, I don't like talking about my career all the time, you know, yeah. I don't want that to be my number one indicator, although it is like I'm selling myself to people basically, but it's like, I, I don't really feel like I need to, I just want to be authentic to myself and yeah. not have to
1: preach to the choir exactly but authenticity at the same time is i just people love more authentic genuine people mm-hmm. so it's exciting that you're doing that because that's also important just overall with your character but also with clients yeah in your career yeah definitely mm-hmm.
0: and you can take that into any career
1: exactly yeah mm-hmm.
2: you yeah. know
0: um now now what's one thing you'd want to improve in your personal life oh consistency gosh, so i guess that's i guess consistency, that's yeah you sure. said it already i
1: did yeah i want more mm-hmm. of a routine just overall in my life i like structure yeah but structures are find. i do too like
0: i i like being able to have that morning routine mm-hmm. to start a, a day like
1: exactly. i don't know
0: about you but like i'm a morning gym person mm-hmm. i like going in the morning because i get you know it just sets me up for success i have so much energy after the fact
1: yeah i think that our bodies are also made to go to the gym in the morning and when you go to the gym at night then you're up for like forever yeah so yeah i'm definitely also more of a gym morning person and i I don't like going at night it's just yeah no (laughs) yeah those
0: late night workouts are tough yes and it's hard like because you could have a crazy day at work Mm -hmm. all this stuff's going on and you're like now you gotta think about the gym. Now you gotta go to the
1: gym. So. Yeah, and you're not gonna commit
0: 100% to the no. gym, you know?
1: And some people it works in the opposite, where maybe it quiets their mind, but for me, now I'm thinking about all these things and mm-hmm. I gotta think about what I'm gonna do. For me, I, I get very excited. creative at night. Yes. Yeah. So yes. it's like if
0: I'm going to the gym later in the day, I'm probably not focused on the gym.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, You get that craving at night. The, the, the craving late night craving, night. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, what would you consider out of all the things that you've done with the hair? What, w- what would you say is your biggest achievement?
1: Oh, that's a really hard question. So the cut that I do now is something that I made up. So I made up my entire service, um, and I invented the way that I style, the way that I cut, and the flow of my service overall. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm known for, and that's what I teach. that's what I talk about. that's what I'm stage about. Because people are trying to figure out how I made this up. So I'd say, yeah, definitely. That's probably my proudest achievement because everything that I've achieved materialistically has come from what I created.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That That's very creative. So you kind of almost have your own brand in terms of like, a dude, hairstyle. Yeah. yeah.
1: Isn't that so cool? So what, what is the name of it? Oh my gosh. So I used to call it the texture cut, but that's just so basic and mm-hmm. I need something more exciting. So I'm in the process of trying to figure out what to rename it that it just sounds exciting and really encapsulates what it actually is instead of just texture Mm -hmm. you know just something more fun so it doesn't have a name anymore and i'm in this process of rebranding Yeah. just overall okay so we're in a little in between moment in my life and career those
0: are always interesting moments
1: interesting moments for sure yeah yeah
0: But I I don't doubt that you'll be able to come up with
1: something. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Eventually it'll happen. Hopefully sooner rather than later. But it'll it'll happen.
0: Now, um, you're really creative, especially when it comes to social media. Mm -hmm. I feel like that helps you immensely with what you do, right?
1: Definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm a really creative person overall. Mm -hmm. I paint. I used to work with clay and do woodworking and all of that. That's awesome. And what I do for work is very creative. It's like the way that I cut, I'm gonna explain to you. I know you're not a I'm going yeah, I'm gonna try my best. <laughs> just try to imagine. Okay. The way that I do it is very visual. So I visualize what I'm doing before I even do it. And I picture how I'm going to go about it. And I, people, I don't even use a comb or anything. So I just use my hands. So people are always like, oh, this is very different. And I just go in and I create the shape from what I'm seeing in their hair. So it's like painting, it's like sculpting. Wow! It's very exciting. So overall, very creative. So you don't really
0: life. cut every like single person the same. No, never. Like, so there's no like recipe to it. It's well, there It really is, a is a an recipe. art, right? It's yeah. an
1: art, for sure. It's more of geometry-based art. So yeah. I can see the shape, I can see what's going on, but everybody's different. And you create something very custom for everybody. People love custom. So it's fantastic. And it's super creative and artistic. Mm -hmm. So fun. But yeah, so the social media aspect of things just kind of clicked with me. I was like, this is so fun. And creating little stupid videos. My clients eat it up. My friends eat it up. And it's just a fun time. So I just go on there on myself and people enjoy that. I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. It's more of an outlet. Yeah.
0: That's good. I'm, I'm trying to get better and better with the social media so aspect. It, it is hard. Yeah. I almost like look at it as like, I don't want it to be too time consuming. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like once you get it down, and you really enjoy it, it, it can be less time consuming, but it does require a lot of time.
1: It does. Yeah. Inconsistency. Yeah. is Also really hard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Circling back. <laughs> Circling to back
0: to it all. So do you have someone editing your stuff or you just do it all yourself? No, I do everything myself. This just a pro TikToker?
1: I guess so. In a way. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Well, sometimes Morgan, my friend Morgan will help me and she'll record stuff for me, but I edit everything. So I do everything myself.
0: Cool. Now, would you ever get into like selling products for hair? Or is that like a whole different avenue you think?
1: That's a whole different avenue. I've thought about it.
0: Like be the next Paul Mitchell?
1: Right. (laughs) Could you imagine? Um, That would be fun, but whole other thing i already have so many things happening right now i don't think i can add that at this moment and give mm-hmm. it all my energy yeah. like whenever i start something new whenever i go into another thing i like to give it everything i have because i don't like you were saying earlier like i don't like to half ass things it's just mm-hmm. absolutely not i like to give everything my all because what's the point we've been doing it no. Yeah. I but agree. yeah so when i can and if it's a possibility absolutely but I want it to be in the right setting. I want to make sure that I create something that is actually helpful um, and makes a difference because that's my whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's necessary. I think that there is a gap in the market for what I'm doing, and it would be really beneficial.
0: I feel like with the curly stuff, there's so much product you can make with
1: that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because we need product. Yeah. If, if you saw my hair without product, you'd be like, what is going on? Who are you? Yeah. I think, like, <laughs> somebody hold <called> this girl. <laughs> yeah. That's most of our struggle in the beginning, too, which brings me back. It's just so crazy because growing up, there were no curly hair products. We would mm-hmm. make it ourselves, use aloe vera in our hair, coconut oil, because they didn't sell products that actually worked with curly hair. I mean, we had like a mousse yeah In the early 2000s that
0: would be really like hard yeah
1: see even yeah. you know i know and that that's how you know how bad it was like we literally had nothing yeah so it's yeah. definitely evolved
0: there's a lot more product out there for sure
1: yes it is evolving and i'm really grateful for that people are finally starting to accept that but
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's just becoming it's just it was such an issue for such a long time so it's like yeah we finally have product yeah you know but but you're like
0: right right at the forefront you're like one of the pioneers yeah i'm
1: over there yelling at ceos i'm making stuff happen yeah so yeah i feel responsible to do that i feel that it's my responsibility as an industry professional as an industry leader to make sure that this change is being made because Mm -hmm. if if i don't do it, who's going to do it no one's doing it yeah so yeah
0: now was it scary opening your own shop
1: horrifying yeah absolutely horrifying because you don't know You can fail at any point. I was so scared of failure when I first started. Like, what if I open and no one shows up for their appointments and everyone just... Where is it located? I'm in Nashua right now. Nashua? Mm -hmm.
0: What's the name of the salon itself? It's just Sarah did my hair. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. So Because it's just me right now. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Do you plan on having a lot of people working for you? So... Or under you?
1: I'm kind of torn because I don't know. hmm I would love to just be able to travel and educate and teach all the time. Mm -hmm. Full-time would be fantastic. Um, But, and maybe be behind the chair one or two days a week working on my clients, having people that work for me would be fantastic. But at the same time, I don't want to, you know, open something, have people work under me and not be able to give them everything, especially Mm -hmm. if I'm traveling all the time and running a business. I mean, I'm a lot to manage. So just with myself running my own business and my own clientele, over 400 clients constantly you know messaging me, all of this stuff, it's just very demanding and a lot. So to have other people that I would need to bring up, train, and teach them how to do what I do, which I could do easy, but having that responsibility for them to make mm-hmm. sure that they're successful.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, that's, you're that's you're very
0: self-aware. Well, and I, I respect you be. for that.
1: Thank you yeah it's
0: it's like you you know what you got going on right now, and you know mm-hmm. where to draw the line yeah. and kind of set your boundaries Absolutely. which is hard to do very hard to when do. you got so much stuff going on you're mm-hmm. you're blowing up it's like what some people crack under that pressure
1: it's a lot of pressure for sure, yeah yeah you're handling it well, thank you, I think so, yeah sometimes it can be a little difficult but I think I've learned a balance between everything
0: mm-hmm. your younger self would probably be proud
1: my younger self would be sobbing on the floor right now with okay. how proud she would be because yeah. this is where I'm at right now is it's just exceeded everything that I imagined I thought I would do and the fact that I'm actually doing it and doing it better than I thought I could mm-hmm. oh my gosh it's just crazy so so
0: yeah. What would make your younger self the most happiest?
1: Oh, my gosh. Or what just, would you
0: tell your younger self if you saw her right now?
1: Oh, my goodness. That I did it. Yeah. That I, I did it. I did everything I said I was going to do. Um,
0: That's a good feeling.
1: Crazy. I gave it my everything, though. I mm-hmm. gave everything for that. And I don't regret it at all. But, no. yeah, my younger self would definitely be very proud. That's awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's it's... It's interesting because a lot of the people I've talked to on here, it seems like twenty twenty three was their their big go going year. It was
1: crazy. It, it's
0: it's interesting because um, you know everyone like really worked 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 for where they're at now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know me myself like, twenty twenty three I achieved a lot and I'm so proud of it. And it's it was interesting because it's almost tough to keep that fire going because you like you yes. hit that milestone, then what? Now you gotta think bigger. You exactly. gotta start craving for more.
1: hmm The craving. Yeah. yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna really start <laughs> using that. Like that's great. It's a perfect way to explain the <clears> feeling <throat> that you have. Yeah. When it's like, okay, I did it. Now what? It's yep. the craving. Yeah. It wants more constantly.
0: Because you're like, you're like sitting like, okay, what next? What next? Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah, you you always want something, something more. hmm And we're always we're always chasing that too, which is
1: But I think that's what makes somebody successful, is like you don't give up on yourself, and you just mm-hmm. keep pushing, and you keep wanting more, and you hit those goals, and you keep innovating, and keep creating, and that's what makes you successful,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, kind of off topic, mm-hmm. but on topic, have you seen Don't Mess With the Zohan, or Zohan, the movie? No, I haven't. Adam Sandler's in it? It's a hairstylist movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's hilarious
1: i think you should add
0: that to the queue
1: add it to the queue what's it
0: on uh i couldn't tell you i don't know i haven't (laughs) seen it for a long time it's adam
1: sandler i'm surprised i haven't seen it. adam sandler
0: he like dresses he's like this um guy from the middle east and he has like this crazy hair and his dream is to become this hairstylist in the u.s
1: oh my gosh
0: it's it's hilarious that is so funny yeah. i'm
1: gonna have to look into that is one. there any
0: like hairstylist movies out there that you like hairstylist i don't know movies. if that's a big topic
1: hmm. i don't really know i don't think there's i don't many. think that there's many hairstylist movies that i'm like oh that one for sure there's movies about like careers and passions that i'm more with but yeah not i i don't really know any, any hairstylist movies that i'd be like oh yeah Maybe, like, Zoolander really encapsulates the industry for sure. That's an interesting one, yeah. (laughs) Because the beauty industry is pretty cutthroat like that.
0: I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I I guess most, like, entrepreneurial ventures kind of are. Yeah. If you think about it. Which is crazy. it's, like, doggy dog.
1: You're on your own. And everyone's like, oh, we support each other, love each other. And then, low-key. But... I mean, just be yourself. That's the thing.
0: Be yourself because if you're not, you're going to be role-playing your whole life.
1: Yeah, exactly. And what's the point of that? I don't understand that. Anyways, I think it's hard for people, too, at the same time to be themselves because a lot of people don't even know who they are are. or what they want in life. So on top of not even knowing who you are or what you want, to be authentic and be yourself like impossible for them because they Mm -hmm. don't even know who that is yeah crazy
0: yeah it is it's interesting um but you know you get caught up in the competition and one of my favorite things is like collaboration over competition Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because exactly that's going to lead you to success like don't create more enemies than you need to
1: yes yeah it's just unnecessary to create see this is what i love about My side of the industry. So the curly hair side of the industry, everyone is just so grateful that you're there and that you're doing something that needs to be done. And we all have the same, you know, background of, oh, no one ever thought my hair was pretty and I feel unprofessional with my hair natural. Um, And little, you know, you're a little girl and you're like, oh, my hair is messy and frizzy. People make fun of you because of it. Um, Lots of weird discrimination because of it. So I think that that is so supportive and loving. And it's exciting to have this collaboration and other people in your industry that want to work with you and talk to you about these things and create a change and difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not just with beauty industry. I mean, there's other things like creators that help each other with collaborations and stuff like you and yeah. I right now. Yeah. yeah. So it's important.
0: The creatives got to stay Mm-hmm. Creative together. It is hard. Yeah. It's hard out
2: here. Yeah.
1: It
0: is. Um now to go on a little tangent o- outside of work, what are some of like the hobbies that you do? What do you, what do you My enjoy hobbies. doing other than other than hair, I you know, cuz so there's always boring more to people.
1: <laughs> I I might be super boring. Um well, actually, I do MMA and jiu-jitsu, and I've done that for 4 years. That's kickass. And that's a huge <laughs> outlet for me. Yeah. Um, you do that
0: pretty regularly.
1: Pretty regularly. yeah, I've had a lot of change in the past three months, so I haven't been in mm-hmm. the past three months, but I know when I walk in those doors tomorrow, they're going to be like, "Oh okay, hey, look, who's back and make fun of me. But um, that's a huge outlet for me, one of my biggest hobbies. The first thing I was good at other than hair, which I was excited about. Um, but yeah, so it's that's what, probably one of my biggest hobbies. Really freeing too, as a woman do mm. you go into this as a woman rant okay. it feels so good to know that like you have you mm-hmm. and that independence and that strength and also to just hey if anyone were to ever grab me try me i want someone to try and grab yes. me because like, <laughs>
0: that's the type of energy you need though
1: <laughs> exactly it's so good um so i love that for that it's very therapeutic
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm makes you independent that's the biggest you thing you
1: know i love my independence it's one of the biggest things that i hold on to myself it's like oh i don't need anyone i have my own house i have my own place i you know try and grab me in the street mess yeah. it up but yeah it's exciting that's
0: why you're so uh you know
1: stubborn in, uh
0: <laughs> I, was, I was gonna be a little nicer now so Stub- <laughs> i wouldn't say stubborn's the word i'm just gonna say that's why you're so like um you're so good with, you know, keeping everything in order.
1: Oh, yeah. Because
0: you have everything. that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so
0: that, so that's, that's really that's really good. I mean, you can be a control freak. It's yeah. It's going to make no, you I successful in, in, the, in business aspects.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe not relationships. Maybe <laughs> not relationships.
1: But that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. This is who I am. Yeah. That's okay. I'm learning how to... I'm unlearning a lot of behaviors when it comes to control and it comes to how I approach relationships and friendships um it can be really difficult yeah
0: i think it's very difficult
1: very difficult
0: like friendships in general Mm -hmm. are tough Mm -hmm. you know everyone's always changing
1: everyone's always changing and
0: it's you know it's tough that's what it goes back to just being yourself Mm -hmm. like just keep being yourself and let the people weed themselves out you know yeah try to attract the people instead of trying to find the people
1: Yeah, difficult, Mm -hmm. but also learning how to be a good friend and be, uh, yeah, relationships are hard.
0: What makes a good friend?
1: Lots of things. Support is huge. I feel like support and not, I don't mean like constant support. I just mean like, hey, if I need you to be there, can you be there? Can I rely Mm -hmm. on you? Um, Accountability, responsibility, just normal traits like that. But those are uh-huh. really hard for people. So yeah.
0: They are. It's hard to be consistent
1: so, with those. Yeah. Because it yeah. And people are predominantly selfish. And they are. Yes. And look out for their best interests. So it's hard to, you know, put some of your own selfishness aside for somebody else it can be very difficult mm-hmm. in a friendship and a relationship with family. It's hard.
0: Yeah. And I think um Finding that balance and consistency in, like, your routine is almost like you being selfish but selfless at the same time. At the same time. Because you're giving energy to stuff other than your main passion.
2: Exactly.
0: You know, like, you're enjoying those little things. You're enjoying the time spent with friends outside of work. You're enjoying the time with family. Stuff like that is selfless, but it's empowering, too. Yeah. And it helps you with that selfish act of having the best business possible, Mm -hmm. you know,
1: teaches you a discipline that's important to learn.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so what would you say is, so you're, you're passionate about your work, but what is something you're passionate outside of work?
1: Oh my gosh, that's so hard. I don't really, so I, My clients ask me this all the time, Mm -hmm. and this is really sad, but I say I literally have nothing else. Like, I give everything into my job. I'm like, I have nothing else. You, my clients, I give everything. I give everything to my business, to my education, to my curriculum that I meet up, to just, yeah. I wish I was more passionate about other things. Maybe I'm passionate about food. But food <laughs> Maybe are that. chef no no i just no.
0: you're into arts i would have thought you were like
1: <laughs> well i love to paint but that's like my you can't shirt. paint food.
0: i mean you can't <laughs> but you can't eat it after
1: <laughs> there's so many things that i enjoy yeah but i wouldn't say that i'm passionate about
0: okay yeah i i guess it is hard to have like a passion outside of your main thing
1: it's super hard you know have you ever seen that movie whiplash I haven't.
0: That's about the yeah, drummer. He's right? about the
1: drummer guy. yeah and he like puts everything into being the best drummer that he can absolutely be. And he gives up everything along the way. Mm. And I watched it with some of my friends. And my friends were like, He's such an asshole. Cause he broke up with his girlfriend and he was like, I'm gonna I have to keep pursuing what I'm pursuing and you pursue what you have to pursue because I have to do this. And everyone was like, oh, he's such an asshole for that. And I was like, no, I get it. Like, he just, like, needs to give everything into what he's passionate about. He has a feeling that he's going to be great, that he wants mm-hmm. to make that difference. Um, and super selfish, but he had no balance. So so I'm trying to teach balance, because yeah. I had none. I just gave everything into what I was doing. Um,
0: the, the, that's the hardest part is balance.
2: Because
0: mm-hmm. you you, I feel like at this point if you are motivated and self-driven, you can create a successful business as long as you put the time in.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. No matter what. And the balance is the hardest part of having a successful business. And I feel like I res- that resonates with me a lot because I felt like I was giving up a lot when I was starting, you know, my real estate ventures. Yeah. And I was saving all my money trying to get this place, you know, like I wanted to buy a multi, it was like my lifelong goal for a long time. And I talked about it for a while. And I gave up those, you know, those extra vacations, those, you know, stupid nights with friends that probably would have been fun to talk about. But like, Mm -hmm. you know, they got me to where I am. Yeah, you know, so it's like, I feel like you can find it again down the road. And it's all right to give it up for a small portion yeah. and sacrifice that for yes. long-term gain. But it is harder to get it back into your life.
1: Yes, it is.
0: So I, I wonder if we could think of something that would help us get there.
1: I know, right? It's really, it's really difficult. <laughs> and you have to, but that's the thing, you have to sacrifice. Yeah. It's, it's about, you have to sacrifice, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And the, the way that I look at it, it's like I'm 22. I'm still super young. You're
0: you're only twenty two. Yeah. You you like articulate like you're <laughs> like uh, like an older woman.
1: And people think I'm like thirty. Yeah, I'm I mean, not.
0: props to you.
1: Thanks, but yeah. yeah, it's it's hard. But so that's why I just sacrifice everything I'm like mm-hmm. later on I'll figure it out and everything will fall into place. And I just keep reminding myself that things will fall into place later on. Definitely. Yeah.
0: I think they will. Mm-hmm. Or all of us, you right? know. It's, for everyone, it, yeah, but it's, it's
1: about learning. It's like it's growth. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You learn through trial and error with that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um now I have a portion of this where the guest before you will leave a question oh, okay. for the next guest. Okay. Um, at first I was like gonna do like a motivational quote, but I'm like, let's just make it a question so it could be more interactive. Okay. So I wanna ask you that um so from my last guest noah he said life is always changing and we are always evolving through these changes what is one thing you hope never changes about yourself
1: oh my goodness my kindness i hope i always stay kind to people that's awesome yeah that that was a very
0: fitting question for our conversation right
1: yeah even when he said change yeah that was exactly what we were talking about go noah
0: but kindness that's that's good yeah. i like that
1: i think that's hard i mm-hmm. think it's easy to be mean and to get caught up in hurt and pain and like yeah but to stay kind is a lot more difficult and just to be but kind it's more rewarding accepting. yes even mm-hmm. when people are mean to your face just be kind yeah yeah
2: i've
0: I've always been like that too right. i'm like i'm, I'm like i've always been more of a sweetheart mm-hmm. you know just like it's like. I don't, I don't need a fight, you know, I'm not, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Exactly. And
1: it's just unnecessary.
0: It is, yeah, but it is easy to get, you know, caught up in the hype, the fame. And I feel like that does change people. Mm-hmm. Like money changes people. Yeah. Um, But that's really good. That's yeah. a great answer.
2: Well,
1: thank you.
0: Um, so I like to keep these pretty brief. Um, so I want to ask you, is there anything that I didn't ask you but that you would love to talk about
1: i can't really think of anything i feel like we hit everything right on the head yeah yeah
0: nothing else we need to know about sarah what is what is sarah's favorite breakfast food
1: my favorite breakfast food yeah i don't really eat breakfast but i have a smoothie every morning smoothie what kind of smoothie strawberry banana okay that's valid valid yeah yeah
0: at least you got something in the morning you know
1: (laughs) it's hard
0: favorite place to eat
1: Favorite place to eat. Yeah, I love Italian food. I'm Sicilian, okay. so it hits home. That's me. why you want to go to Italy. This you want to go back to the homeland. <laughs> you go to the homeland. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, do you have family over
1: there? I do over in Sicilian Palermo. That's awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: So you got a place to stay too. <laughs> when are we going? When are we Let's going? Let's get the whole crew. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah, no, I can't really think of anything else, though. So, honestly, any Italian restaurant I love to eat at, I'm a big food person, so I love, well, I feel like everyone's a food person, but I love to eat, and people always make fun of me, because I'm like, oh, there's food, I'm going, I'm there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) just constantly eating. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm.